It is the Chicago First Unlimited podcast, featuring interviews with the premier artists and industry in the Chicago music community. My name is Haima Black. I host this podcast at ChicagoFirstUnlimited.com. This week, talking with Neomza. Here's how that sounds. Haima Black here with Neomza, broadcasting live from the Music Garage and Google Hangouts. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for taking some time to come up here. Of course. It's my pleasure. You've got a lot going on. I want to talk to you about a whole bunch of different stuff but like let's start at the beginning like how has the year been for you how has 2013 been for neoms as an artist it's been pretty awesome the first day actually new year's day was when um q who's my manager mm-hmm. and matt had hit me up and they were like okay well we want you on board with their new label that they're actually is that most dope that's well i'm in most dope that's like mm-hmm. the crew basically but remember music is a label it's still okay i haven't signed yet but i'm supposed to in like two weeks nice well i want to talk about all that kind of stuff. So we're going to move through a couple topics here. But, like, I know you just released your new mixtape. It's called Gold Lion. That was just released recently. How has the response been from everybody who's heard it? It's been awesome. I didn't expect such a positive response from people. But my fans are amazing. And they're always up to date with what I do. So and it's, it's been growing. I've seen the numbers go up. So there's no complaining with that. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it seems like it's been a really good response. And I want to talk too about the fans in a second. But like, I know that you have even before that this came out before Gold Lion hit, you've had um, demos, a couple covers, like, yeah, I was, and I was tracks doing... just floating on online. Like, how <laughs> yeah. did you build awareness, you know, through having those loose songs out before the mixtape came out? Well, I was actually this a lot of people don't know this about me but when I was like 14 Mm -hmm. I was in a band it was like a rock band called Scarlet okay and I was obviously like the front one we were really like Paramore-esque I guess like people would always compare us to them I was in that for two years and that kind of got me a little bit of a buzz around the area because the scene was so big at that point at least in my area I live in the suburbs the north suburbs suburbs love pop right exactly and it was so huge at that time like 300 kids at a time would come out to shows and um i started doing music with that and then one day i was just like i got really into hip-hop stuff and i was at this point where i was like stuck and i didn't know what to do with music so i was just sitting in my bathroom like making covers left and right just posting stuff all the time my first two covers like they got decent amount of views but it was my third cover which was i'll be there by mac miller Mm -hmm. and that just went viral within like three days like well, yeah, and you've had a lot of success on channels like YouTube, on channels yeah. like Tumblr, you know, where people are really able to discover music. And, and those are platforms where there's a really passionate music community. Yeah. Oh, yeah. YouTube. People are crazy about that stuff. I didn't even I never expected that response. I remember being when I was recording these covers, I remember being like, oh, why won't these? I, I'm good enough to get like as much views as this person. <laughs> and like it, it was just I, my time didn't come just yet. But when I posted that one cover. Yeah, the Mac Miller, and that's right. where it really took off. For right, and then after that, I was just posting covers as often as I could, whenever I could find the time to just sit down and record a cover a hundred times until I thought it was perfect for the world to see. Well, you know, it's funny. Like I was looking at, you know, doing the research for the interview. I was, I was looking you up on 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 YouTube, on Tumblr, and I found that there's a fuck yeah Neomza yeah. Tumblr. Yeah. Oh, and it's like, that's when you know you've made it, when there's a fuck yeah <laughs> Tumblr for you, right? Uh, th- that was so tight. When I saw that, I was like, yes, because I remember... Actually, I'll be there by Mac Miller. That cover that I did was posted by Fuck Yeah Mac Miller. Mm-hmm. And I remember going on Tumblr and it had like 4,000 notes or something like that. And I was like, whoa, what the hell? Like, I need a Fuck Yeah page. And um, this girl, <laughs> her name's Alicia. Mm-hmm. She made the Fuck Yeah page. And I thought that was so dope to have my own Fuck Yeah. But that's like such a sign of like, 
like 15 years ago in the industry, it's like if you had your video played on MTV, that's a sign of right. legitimacy. That's a sign right. that you've made it. Now it's like if you've got a fuck yeah Tumblr, <laughs> that's kind of the like, holy shit, people are really <laughs> noticing this. Yeah, that's so. tight. I was, I was really excited about that. I've also seen that you've been getting like some really impressive press starting to happen for you. And like, I saw that you got written up in The Guardian, which yeah. is like one of the premier outlets in the UK. The funny story about that is actually Q, before he started to manage me, um, I released that song High, which right. was like, it was just like a random choice. I randomly was like, God, I need to release something. It's been too long. And then I put that song out. He started managing me like a few weeks, a few weeks later, and he hit me. He was like, "Did you know the Guardian wrote about you a week ago?" I was like, "What? What's the Guardian?" I had no idea. Obviously, like it's <laughs> right. I had no idea, and he was like freaking out about it and said it was like such a huge deal. And I looked it up, and they and it wasn't even like a little like no, thing. They it's wrote a, a sizable whole, thing, right? They wrote like, wrote like this whole write up on me, and it was. I mean, I was so it, it was like a blessing. I thought that it's was like four so paragraphs, awesome. right? It was so awesome, and the things they said were so great. Like they, they, they said I was a Miley Cyrus meets Flying Lotus, and that's just like okay, that's <laughs> crazy. But I mean, no, that's such an awesome description, right. and and it's crazy now. It's crazy just how music travels now. How people can discover it internationally, and and they can access the it from internet. The, the internet. internet, yeah. The internet is the key to like everything right now. Yeah, and it's like you've been able to do some really remarkable things, like we were talking about the tumblr and and the youtube but i mean is it like crazy to you that without it looks like people pouring a ton of money into you so far you've been able to get this far right actually i mean that's i was doing everything by myself for a really long time right now i'm lucky to have um i'm looking to have mac behind me and mm -hmm. but before that it was just it was me like busting my ass i'd work at like zoomies i worked at zoomies at the mall and like it was only for studio time i'd get jobs like here and there just so i could pay for studio time and it was to see like my fans react to that kind of stuff with all like with the amount that i had which wasn't very much it was just awesome just to see that that kind of support for someone that's doing stuff independently no absolutely and i think that it's i don't know that everybody knows this and i try to tell like I, I speak at colleges sometimes and i try to tell people this like you can go really far just by putting yourself out there. Yeah, and it's people think it's like about spamming and all that stuff, but it's it's just you have to work at it. You mm -hmm. just they're like, oh, why isn't it? like me? I was fourteen and posting covers, but I would delete them all because nobody would look at them, <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, this sucks, this sucks. But eventually, like it happened. You just got to keep going. Giving up is never going to get you anywhere. So well, and being savvy about how you're promoting, right? Too. Exactly. Like, how exactly. have you been able to? What what have been some methods and tools that have worked for you in terms of promoting your music and getting it in front of people? Well, when I did my covers, there was nobody. Re That's what really got me like the, the first buzz that I ever right. really had. When I was doing my covers, it was uh, I was doing like rap songs. So I got really into hip hop and <laughs> no, I, there wasn't many like females doing rap covers. And uh, right. the rappers that I was doing covers of, they weren't it wasn't like Lil Wayne or anything. At the time, Mac Miller had just released Best Day Ever. Mm -hmm. And so he wasn't just there yet right he was on the rise but not there yet he's and, not mac miller like he is now right right and same with like kid cuddy and all those people i did all those covers and i feel like it got a little bit more exposure because i was the only person doing those covers and yeah. i knew i was the only person doing those covers so i was like i'm gonna keep going with this and keep doing these types of artists because i mean people were digging it so why ruin something that's going good yeah <laughs> and those are all artists that you named like kid cuddy like mm -hmm. mac miller who have an alternative audience right so they're going to be more open to like a teenage girl from the suburbs right, doing covers right. on YouTube, right. you know? Definitely. Versus if you were doing something maybe like a little bit harder. Right. You know? Let's kind of take a look back at your musical history. I know you mentioned you were in the uh, pop punk band when you were 14, yeah. but like when did music really start for you? 
when I started talking. It's, <laughs> it's actually so funny. I have the most embarrassing home videos. I used to make, <laughs> my sister can vouch for me for that. Uh, I used to make, when it was, we didn't have like internet when I was like seven or something like that. And I would make home videos, home music videos, edit them and everything. So like Britney Spears, Gwen Stefani, like all the pop artists that ever existed. I have a music video for oh it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of hilarious actually. So those are all sitting in like your parents' basement somewhere. Yeah, one like... day, one day they might come out. Hopefully not, but I mean, <laughs> some people have to worry about sex tapes leaking. You're like, I have oh, to no, worry about my like Christina my Aguilera video. covers. And I thought I was, I was like eight, and I thought I was, I thought I was Britney Spears. Like the looks I gave, I was like, yeah, like what's up? I'm Britney Spears. Like I did my makeup, oh, picked my out God. outfits. It was serious. It was the real deal. I, I, I made that stuff like it was about to go out for a million people. What like was your family supportive? I mean, I would. Oh imagine. yeah. It sounds oh, like it. Oh my god, they show those videos to anybody that walks <laughs> in the door. It's crazy. <laughs> and I did talent shows my whole life. I mean, my first talent show I was in kindergarten, and I did the talent show every single year until I graduated high school, which was last year. Wow, wow. I mean, that's crazy too that you've gotten this far having just graduated high school. Yeah. They, like, I started doing radio internships when I was like 15, and at the time I was like, "Oh, this is cool," but it wasn't until I got a little bit older that I realized, like, "Holy shit, how did that all happen for me at a young age?" And I guarantee, this seems cool to you now. When you're like mid 20s, like 30s, you're gonna be like, "Wait, how the fuck did that happen when I was a teenager?" Hit you. <laughs> and like- every, people always say that too, but it's so weird because right now it doesn't. Obviously, like when you're an artist, you're always striving for something bigger. And right now, it's like, oh yeah, like I, I have a little buzz, blah, blah blah. But still, I'm like, no, I need more. Like I need absolutely. Yeah, you got to keep going. <laughs> yeah. Now, with the new mixtape, it's called Gold Lion. What were some of the goals in? And this is your first mixtape, yes, right? Yes. What were some of the goals in making this versus just releasing like singles or random songs on YouTube? Uh. I just had like a bunch of random stuff coming out and I really wanted to establish myself as an artist rather just than be like a YouTube cover artist. Right. So goals, I just basically, I just wanted to sound for myself. I wanted to give people an idea of who I am and what I do musically and what I can do musically. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm a lover of all types of music and I feel like with gold on, you get a taste of a little bit of different stuff, not fully of like what I can possibly do, but, but it's, you know, it's an eclectic listening experience. It yeah. doesn't feel like it's the same song 14 times. Yeah, thank you. No, so <laughs> That was my goal. <laughs> <laughs> now let's talk about Mac Miller because that's obviously such a huge part of what you have going on. So let's kind of like dig into the origins. Like how did the Mac Miller thing, you, you've kind of touched on this, but let's really dig in. How did the Mac Miller thing really come together? Okay, so I had posted... <laughs> what? Oh, my bad. <laughs> um, I When I posted that cover... Jimmy, who is in Most Dope, is Mac's best friend, mm-hmm. he had contacted or someone hit me up on Facebook and was like, Jimmy posted your video. I was like, who's that? Like, I didn't really know <laughs> about anything about Most Dope or anything. And he had contacted me and was like, oh, your cover's dope. And they were actually playing at the Rave in Milwaukee that week after that I posted the cover. And mm-hmm. they were like, oh, come through the show. And I got to, they put me on like the guest list and I was totally fangirling. I was like, oh my God, Meg <laughs> Miller. Like I listen to your mixtape all the fucking time. <laughs> and uh, sorry if I'm swearing. But <laughs> no, it's a podcast. It's a beauty of this. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> all right, straight. But uh, yeah, and then I went there and met them. And then I just continued to keep meeting up with them every time they came to the to Chicago. And I was sending them all this music for a time. But I, 
I, I sucked before. Like a lot of stuff <laughs> I was making was really not okay. And they would just be like, yeah, I mean, that's cool. Like whatever. And then I had sent him a track called Riding Solo, which is on Goldline. Mm-hmm. It's the last track. And they really, they really fucked with that. And then they hit me up after that. And Mag had hit me up. He like followed me. He was like, oh, do you want to be most dope? And then since then, it's just a growing thing. I mean, that's crazy. Like having that happen because he is such a like, you know, he's obviously got so much traction. Stop pull, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, and was crazy. it, is it just surreal to you now where you're like, holy shit, like I'm like not at 20 yet and I'm working with Mac Miller. I, people are always like, oh, but now it's like, they're like my homies. Like, it's like. I don't see it that way anymore, but right. every time someone comes out to me, they're like, you're working with Mac Miller? And they, like, freak out. And, I mean, it's a huge thing. He's got his own TV show. Like, he's yeah. he's he's really doing shit. And he's done it in such a short period of time. And it's really inspiring to see someone so young because he started so young, too. Like, at 18, he raised kids. Yeah, and, and he's, like, blown up since then. And, I mean, that's, I, that's inspiring man. for me. Right. That's inspiring for me because what he does, well, his label is independent, and I really want to do stuff independently who knows i might sign to a major label obviously i'm not canceling anything out but it's an inspiration to see someone be able to achieve so much in so little time like basically on his own with his like own little team i want to be able to do something like that too well and i think you're really like you're off on that path thank you it really seems like you're not waiting around for people to like back you right you're just going after it right you know which (laughs) again i don't think everyone knows that you have to do that i think a lot of people are sitting there like well, I have to wait for a label to tap me on the shoulder. And it's like, right. no, man. And for a while, I was like thinking that kind of stuff. But once once uh, the YouTube stuff took off, I was like, well, this is the internet. You don't really need a no, man. like. You don't necessarily need a label. I mean, it it depends on the case, but you don't you, need the things you used to. Exactly, radio, TV. exactly. With the internet, you can do anything. Like it's crazy. Like literally anything. Now, has working with with Mac Miller and having this greater recognition and awareness of your music has it changed the way that you approach recording or writing or releasing your music uh yeah they're i'm not gonna lie they're pretty harsh on me <laughs> when they don't <laughs> when they don't like stuff they're not gonna be afraid to say it they'll be like yo that sucks and i need i want people like that i want to i always yeah. want to improve my craft definitely i'm always looking to be better so i i would say it's improved since i've been working with them definitely and just being in the studio regardless like alone being behind the mic all the time, getting to hear, like, be in touch with my voice has definitely taught me a lot. Yeah, I work with uh, I work with them people. Mm-hmm. They're uh, they're Chicago, some, yeah, right? Chicago. They're mm-hmm. like a production team collective. They got some artists on there too, and they're very dope. They've taught me a lot too. Just recording their the way they do things has taught me a lot. Now, are you looking at any collaborations coming up, whether it's Mac Miller or like anybody else, or any tour dates with anybody? Ooh. I don't know if I'm allowed to say if, what shows I'm playing yet, but I'm definitely playing some shows in the summer. All right. Yes. Is that festivals? Uh, I wish. I don't have any festivals yet, but... Okay. Um, It'll happen. Yeah. Hopefully soon. Yeah. Hopefully soon. I'm going to Lollapalooza. Well, there you go, man. And hopefully in like a year or two, like, we can look back at this. let me get on the stage. Right. And be like, remember when you were going to Lollapalooza and now right. you're playing? Now yeah. playing it. No, man. I mean, that's, that's all so awesome. Now, what about the Chicago scene? How do you connect with artists here in the chicago scene. Like, who are some of your peers recently i've like fallen in love with the chicago scene because i lived in the suburbs like my whole life and i still do i haven't moved out yet but i've been for the past year i've been coming out here almost every single day and i'll even like pass out at the studio sometimes or pass out with someone that lives in the city like one of my friends and i've really gotten to know the chicago scene and a bunch of artists here and i really like i did fall in love with it the artists here are amazing i've learned so much from so many people like 
like Chance the rapper. He's so dope. His, Chance his, is just blowing right, up right his, now. His mixtape is awesome. I just saw, I just ran into him yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. He's got he's got a really sick tape. He's he's about to do really awesome things and just save money as a whole. Their collective is really awesome. There's a bunch of artists out here that are really impressive to me. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about the fact that Chicago? You know, it's it's the wave of artists who are your age who are yeah. really coming up too, which didn't always used to be the case. You used to have to be a little bit older to get some traction right. in the city, and now everyone's like, like twenty two is the high end. Of- yeah, it's. I feel like it's it's a movement almost. Like before, the, in my area, when that whole like rock scene was going on, when I was like fourteen in the suburbs. Yeah, that was it. Was really awesome to see there was so much music being made by like young young kids, and then that just died out completely, and I kind of had no outlet. And I didn't know where to go. And then the Chicago hip-hop scene or whatever wasn't really alive until recently when all these young rappers like Chance and then like Kids these days. Yeah. I know about like the Villagers and all that. I'm like, there's so many different types of artists out here that are really on their grind. And it's awesome and to see. And so everybody's young. very, right, everybody's so young. And it's not like, it's not like people are like battling each other. It's, everybody's very supportive. and It's, it's community. Cool to, right, it's a community. It's very it's become a community and that's awesome to see. And that's how it always should be. People should always be sporting each other. I like it, man. Well, what's next for Neomza? What's next uh, with this tape gold lion? Like what do you have on deck in 2013? Uh, I just uh, want to get the tape out a little bit more, play some more shows. I'm already starting to work on a new project. So there should be a lot more new, new music coming from me soon. I dig it, man. Well, thank you so much for taking some time. Um, I don't know if I mentioned this. I heard the mixtape. I fell in love with it, and I immediately wanted to get you on Dynasty Podcast to talk to you here. So I'm glad we were able to make this happen. Awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah, and congrats with everything that's happening for you. Thank you so much. This has been the Chicagoverse Unlimited Podcast. Thanks to Neomza for being on the show this week. You can find more Dynasty Podcasts at DynastyPodcast.com. The Dynamic Dynasty, my name is Haima Black. Dynasty Descend.